From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here at the Anchor Desk. Rob Center on the other side of the glass. We have on the news line with us now Jody Auker, co-chair of the Sunbury 250th Semi-Quincentennial Celebration. And we want to sort of get an assessment of where we've gone so far and what we have left to do today and what's coming up on Saturday. So, Jody, thank you so much for checking in this morning. Good morning. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Something funny down there? Are you okay? You got that feeling of relief starting to set in? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm still kind of like uh, in a fog. As we're kind of tired, but uh, we're pushing through to the end. It's going to be the final day for the big festival, and then we'll have the train excursions on on Saturday. Well, today from uh, 10 to 2 are the activities on Market Street around the Cameron Park and then down at the Woodring Amphitheater uh, region as well as and uh, on the riverfront as well. So you got a lot going on today, so uh, we will chit-chat about that a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the festival so far. You had a fabulous parade and a good proclamation ceremony in a couple of two, three days getting up to here. Give me your assessment of what you've got to enjoy in Sunbury so far. I think um, the committee really put together a nice variety of things for people to enjoy for these sev- these several days. And John Barnhart, Lindy Lloyd have done am- did an amazing job putting the parade together. And really, that really came together in the last few weeks. They were working very, very hard. But uh, hearing from people that they truly, truly enjoyed it, reminded of, of the parades that were in Sunbury years before. And I'm really proud of the job that they did. And then after that, we had the proclamation ceremony. I know it was long, but I don't know what we would have cut out. I think that on an occasion like this, it's important for people to stop and listen and hear and honor uh, our history, honor, honor our legacy businesses and organizations, and honor our hometown heroes. And we did that on Monday. So... Um, really proud of what they've done. The the festival itself, we uh, intentionally left the park open and not have vendors, you know, packed in there so that people could enjoy the uh, the park itself and Cameron Park Gazebo Entertainment. And it was really nice to see people, families, grandparents, you know, all uh, sitting on those benches, enjoying just being there. And uh, I think it was a really nice event. What are the events that are coming up uh, today? Well, your assessment of, uh, let's see, then on uh, Wednesday and Tuesday in the park, some of the activities and music, and, of course, you had the Cameron Park full of activities yesterday. So just a a quick review of those, your reaction and so on. Well, um, again, on Wednesday, that was really our, our biggest day. Tuesday... We, it was kind of almost a soft opening. We didn't start until the afternoon, but we in the gazebo we had the AMK Dance Company and then followed by Trainwreck Survivors Band, and people really enjoyed the music there. We had the vendors on Market Street. Some of them couldn't make it because of the rain. They opted to, to not come and set up uh, Tuesday evening, um, but they, uh, they did then come on Wednesday. And, of course, in the Woodstring Amphitheater, we had Van Wagner, uh, who gave his program entitled The Hard Coal Navy, and that was about uh, dredging for coal on the Susquehanna. And he actually took a small group of folks and did a little field trip. They walked up the path of the river while he explained 
what that was all about, and then he followed that up with some of his amazing and excellent original music that uh, also pays homage to our history. Um, Wednesday, uh, yesterday morning, um, I we had started out with the Tree of Peace dedication ceremony. It was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'd like to thank the Northumberland County Historical Society, the committee ourselves, and, um, and also Commissioner Kim Best, who came on behalf of Northumberland County Commissioners. Um, we had also Rabbi Mandel there, Pastor uh, Rich Fangman, and uh, Cindy Incrove from the Historical Society talked a little bit of Northumberland County's history. This was the tree was planted in honor of the county's semi-quincentennial, which, you know, is kind of buried in the background. Um, people don't realize that that's also happening. And the Tree of Peace was just something that we came up with. It's a white pine tree, which is very significant to the Native Americans and uh, the forming of the Six Nations, Five Nations and Six Nations. And we had a contingent of Native American uh, community here with us, and they gave a wonderful talk about peace in the community, the meaning of that tree, letting go of um, people, of, of feelings of, I don't know, divisiveness. You know, she's commented on that, and it was Sheila uh, Hansen, who is the president of the American Indian Society, and they, we did some dancing and drumming. It was just a beautiful thing. We also had the living history um, it was a nice variety of uh, spinning different uh, uh, time periods, and they'll be, still be there today between 10 and 2, and I encourage people to come out, bring the kids, bring the grandchildren, and just stop by their tables. They have wonderful displays, hands-on, seating tables, and then we also have um, uh, programming in amphitheater again today. The programming yesterday in the amphitheater started out with Slide Feelings, Reptile Land, and that was a big hit. We had amphitheater was full, and then that was followed up with some really um, charming and delightful presentations, I would say. One was about doing your wash, you're doing your laundry from you know, nice, as early as the 1700s through the 1940s. He has a wonderful show-and-tell uh, implements to do laundry. He gave a wonderful talk. We had Homefront for Victory, and they gave a talk about uh, what it was like during World War II and being on the home front and supporting the war effort. And then there was, to top it off, was Nasty Ned the Frontiersman. Boy, what an entertainer and storyteller he is. And uh, he entertained the kids. The kids got to touch a real bear's nose the whole story that goes along with it. He's still in the living history area today, and I'm sure would be happy to tell you the story of the Bears Nose if you come up to that table today. All right, well, we'll, um, st- we'll stop you there. We have just a few moments left, but uh, today okay. from 10 to 2, lots and lots of activities. The living history artisans will be back in Merle Phillips Park. The Masonic Building exhibits open again. Cameron Park Gazebo uh, from 10 to 2 is with music, and the Woodring Amphitheater from 10 to 2 as well with all kinds of activities. And I'll, I'll recount them slowly in the next uh, 20 minutes or so. Make a pitch for folks to consider riding the train this Saturday. Yeah, so we put together with um, the Cedarcock Joint Rail Authority, North Shore Railroad, Penn Valley Railroad, um, these train excursions that are going to start from behind the Daily Item Press building at 517 Raspberry Avenue, 
and a, about an hour and 15 to an hour and a half ride out to Snydertown and back. And they'll talk about the history of that railroad and uh, the sites that you can see along the way of that historic Reading line that uh, went between Pennsylvania, or Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Reading, and Williamsport. The Williamsporter train ran on that line. And so I think people will find it interesting. You can still get tickets. You can pick buy tickets in person at the festival today. And um, I'm just now working on the people that have uh, bought tickets online. If you buy tickets online, you'll pick them up on the day of at your departure time. So get there early, 30 minutes ahead of time, I recommend, to get parked and also to come if you need to pick up tickets. So I think it'll be a beautiful day and people can really enjoy that. I do want to talk about the Ferris wheel for a second. It was a great turnout yesterday for the Ferris wheel. I think the fact that it has been uh, featured or seen in the the series Stranger Things brought out some people who are big fans of that show, of that series, and they came out to ride, and it it was just a wonderful thing to see people standing in line and getting a ride on that beautiful Ferris wheel. It will be operating today between 10 and 2, so last chance to get your ride on that Ferris wheel as well. Yeah, I haven't been on it yet, so I have to leave work as close to noon as I can to get down there, so I'll be down there this afternoon. And I haven't yet walked through, I've been to specific events at all of these days, but I haven't been to everything yet, so I have to do my full walkthrough today, so I will see you down there. Jody, thank you so much for all you've done and all you are doing. Very much appreciated, and uh, the whole town is grateful for you and Slade's work, so a, a great, great big thank you to all you've done. Well, thank you, and I'll extend that to the entire committee, because everybody really worked hard and put their heart and soul into this. All right, please do that on our behalf. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jody Auker, co-chair of the Sunbury 250 Semi-Quincentennial Celebration, with her uh, last look at uh, the activities that have happened so far in the train rides this weekend. They are at 10, 12, 30, 3, and 5, 30. Cedar Cog Joint Rail Authority, North Shore Railroad, and Penn Valley Railroad get the appreciation there. And Jeff Pontius for and all of his volunteers for making those happen. Uh, details at sunbury250.com.